but in any way possible should the necessity arise, Torin dove headfirst down the shaft. The turn in midfall slowed her slightly, but she was still moving fast enough to set off the safety protocols when she grabbed the strap and swung out onto the deck. Please exercise more caution in the verticals. This is a level one warning. Torin tongued in an acknowledgement without breaking stride. She could live with a level one. It took three in a ten-day before the station reported them, and she'd be gone long enough that this particular warning would have been wiped by the time she returned. Unhooking her slate, she began locking down her desk as she walked, sealing her personal folders and encrypting the rest to Sergeant Chow's access codes. Anne Chow would be senior non-com for the platoon while she was gone, and would at least give Lieutenant Jarrett someone he'd already— Is it true stuff? She looked down at the Cray private who'd suddenly appeared beside her— Given their difference in height, all she could see was the mobbled top of his hairless head, which gave no clue at all to the meaning of his question. Is what true, Resk? That instead of a promotion and comfy tour at Ventress Station teaching deretics how to survive, General Morris has detoured you to a recon mission. I'm impressed those orders have been on system for less than ten minutes. Resk lengthened his stride to keep up, bare feet slapping against the floor. I guess once you pull somebody's brass out of the fire, they expect you to keep doing it. That is the way the universe tends to function. At the lock leading to SRQ, she paused. You got a reason to be on this level, Resk? Sergeant Amon wants to see me, Staff. And when I saw you, I thought I'd say... The pause lengthened. Private? His nose ridges flushed. Could you talk to the General Staff? Exploring an unidentified alien vessel floating dead in space... That's always been my dream. Torin blinked. You're kidding. No, Staff, I'm not. You know there isn't a sysop I can't get into. I could be useful on this kind of a mission. I don't doubt that, but I'm sure there'll be specialists. I'm faster. If it's a matter of life and death, you're not going to want some specialist. The word emerged somewhere between an insult and profanity. Taking their time, doing everything by the book? Resk. I haven't even read the book. Report to Shuttle Bay 12 for decontamination in 30 minutes. If I can, I'll talk to Captain Rose before I go. Thanks, Staff. You're a real chertrick. It wasn't every day she was called a delicacy, Torin reflected as she continued toward her quarters. But even if she managed to talk to Captain Rose, he'd have no time to speak to the General before the shuttle left the station. The Captain's admin clerk agreed to pass the message along. You do know that captains aren't in the habit of paging two-star generals and suggesting they should make use of personnel with what amounts to illegal computing skills, don't you, staff? Not my problem. Torin thumbed her kit bag closed. I told him I'd try to talk to Captain Rose. The captain was unavailable. I spoke to you. My conscience is clear. Her slate made a noise somewhere between a snort and a snicker. You have something to add, Corporal? Just my best wishes for a successful mission and a safe return. Staff Sergeant. Thank you. Cur out. The double-tone closing the connections sounded as she glanced one last time around the room, and noted both living and sleeping area would pass at least a cursory inspection, and crossed to the door. The empty sockets of the Silsvis skull on the shelf over her entertainment unit seemed to follow her every move. A couple of the more politically correct battalion NCOs had objected to having the skull of a sentient species mounted in the senior rank's mess, so rather than stuff it into a recycler, she'd brought it home. Don't look so concerned, she told it. 
I'll be back. Report to Shuttle Bay 12 for decontamination in 20 minutes. In spite of a crowd on the lower beltway, she made it with seven minutes to spare and could walk across the lounge to the shuttle bay without challenging the belief, widely held by the lower ranks, that sergeants and above controlled time and therefore never had to hurry. Stuff Sergeant Kerr! Torrin checked her watch, then turned... His lilac eyes a couple of shades darker than his hair, Second Lieutenant Di K. Jarrett, her platoon commander, rushed around the end of an ugly gray plastic bench and hurried toward her. As incapable of looking awkward as any of his species, he didn't look happy. Sir? You were just going to leave? He didn't sound happy either. The general's orders were specific, sir. I had forty-six minutes to get to decon, and you were at battalion. Captain Rose sent you a copy of the orders— I received the captain's transfer, Staff Sergeant. The die taken informed her, drawing...